Welcome to Day One Patch Podcast, episode 297. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Uh, Tim Spence makes his triumphant return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a, that, that, was, that was great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Call the MCU. <laughs> uh, Adriano Petty. Hi. And Matt Lawrence, the Casino Royale hater. Uh, yes. Uh, some of the top stories this week include... I mean, merely just going to go and grab a napkin because my water's just spilling all over the place. Oh, my God. What are you doing over there? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, top stories include the Uncharted movie has finally started filming, or has it? What? <laughs> uh, Dr. Disrespect, we have an update on him. Um, and it gets <laughs> it's still weird. It's still a weird thing that happened, so we'll talk a bit about that. Uh, Sony is reportedly increasing production of their PS5s to 10 million consoles. This is after we heard that they are going to have a limited run. And Xbox Game Pass it, Ultimate is adding Project xCloud support in September. So, uh, since Adrian was gone, uh, the, 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 Matt, what's new? Me? Uh, I am playing uh, Photo Mode of Tsushima. Photo um, Mode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Photo Mode of Tsushima. Uh, I just booted that up last night, though. As it had just come out, uh, I got a little further in. Uh, I, well, I, I like I said, I don't know when the end is, but a few percentage further in rage, from what I can tell from the in-game menus, um, pushing my way into the sort of swampy marshland area, uh, in which every time I go in there, I get my ass kicked. So I'm slowly but surely uh, going in there and fighting my way in there. And what else was I doing this week? I was doing some other, doing something else. Some other strategy game on PC. I can't even remember now, but I was doing that with some college buddies on the uh, on the weekend there. So um, my preload for Ghost of Tsushima has not did not start in time. I had to manually do it like just yesterday, and so my download wasn't finished. Uh, how is it, Matt? It's really good. Um, the photo mode's nuts. Like you can do animated photos. You can do uh you can have like par- add like particle effects you can add leaves falling you can add different weather you could change the time during the photo mode oh yeah all during the wow. photo mode you can change the time you could change the weather you can change um uh, like i said like what particles fall um how much they're falling you can change um there's like a color schema or like a color i think it's color correction like they call it and you can you can set the your color correction and you can also set like how intense that is as well and that's just like going on the surface there's there's uh you know focal distance uh there's like you know blur you know the blur effect sort of like the portrait effect if you will yeah there's also the uh uh, i don't know what to call it but it's like well i guess no i think that's maybe maybe that's the color profiles i was gonna say you could set it to like black and white and then you can also set it to like a vintage black and white which is i think is supposed to be more of like a film effect is that the kurosawa mode uh, so that's actually the whole game that you could play in that if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is just in the photo mode. It could be the Kurosawa mode, but in the in the photo mode, it's the options I'm talking about are just called black and white and black and white vintage. It could be right. that though. Um, but it's really good, really really good. Uh, I took a a few. I send you guys a couple, but I I uh, I took like quite a few pictures last night. The only complaint uh, I have is that the I mean, I've never been to, like, rural Japan, but I feel like as if the uh, have you foliage... Ever been to, have you ever been to non-rural Japan? No, but, I, <laughs> but like, I mean, this is, like, you know, way back, so it's not like there's massive cities, or at least I haven't been to one yet. But in terms of, like, the foliage, like, the grass and such, I just feel like it's it's overactive in this game, um, and 
if if they were going for a realistic take. Now it could be. I mean, it's different species of grass. I'm not a botanist, but um, it's well, like I, I do think it is a a you know more fanciful version. Yes, it feels like it, it, it's very uh, like you look over the hills and it's like the wind's blowing and it's like going crazy. And I, I think it's supposed to be just for style. So it, it's a complaint if they went for realism, but like for photo mode, it's fantastic and it looks good. So like it's not me actually complaining. It's just if it's supposed to be realistic, it didn't hit that mark in my opinion. Um, uh, did you guys it. hear that they had to um, lengthen the load times so people could actually read the tips? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. It's kind of funny that we're not even at the PS5 yet with its supposed no-loading. So I'm not sure what magic they pulled. That is going to be something that's interesting to consider for the PS5 games, isn't it? Because, like, as I've been playing through games on PC, like, I can't read the load screen things because the load seconds, like, or the load times, like, half a second. I feel like there's just a simple solution for that whole thing. Press any key. Exactly. When it's ready, just say, okay, you can go, and then just let you press it at your own pace like why do you have to, why do they have to either be one or the other yeah, do we really need tips well i think in this necessary? game i i don't know exactly what tips are in this game like i've only you know only touched the surface uh but i will say that this game uh from uh, and, and i haven't experienced these particular scenes but i've seen them in reviews where this game is very much you know it's a samurai game so there's combat and there's like there's a mongol invasion so it's you know it's a it's wartime and it's it's, stre- it's supposed to be stressful stressful environment but um, in the same sort of breath, there are moments of just like sort of pure, like literally just meditating and stuff like that. And I feel like maybe the reason why they lengthen the loading screens in this game in particular is because you are supposed to have those downtimes. And that might be like one of them that they're trying to get. Because I remember watching a reviewer sit by a pond and was like going through options that I'm not familiar with yet, but going through options like looking in a pond. So, it, it, like, it's very much supposed to have its ups and downs, and that might be one of the sort of down-to-earth moments. Mm. Well, I'm excited to uh, hop into uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I also have another big, like... did you Matt, did you end up going with that, like, deluxe edition or whatever it was? Yeah. Uh, it was only 10 bucks more. There's, like, 20 gigs of, like, extra content, apparently. and So I have to, <laughs> have to download that, too. Oh, damn. I didn't know it was 20 gig. But, yeah, yeah. I did. I, I figured, like, might as well. And it gave me, like... I mean, n- not spoiler-wise, but um, it gives you, like, a horse, and it gives you, I think, some armor. So, like, I already have some better armor, and I, without, like, having b- made it or however you get it in this game. So I already have, like, armor? some... No horse armor, but um, I think my horse is armored. <laughs> um, and so you can... Because, like, it, it, it's interesting. There's just a part in which you can choose which horse you want, and you and that is your horse forever. It literally says, like, you choose your horse, you choose his name, and that's that's your horse, period. I and saw so you can like um you can like sleep on your horse like like the horse will lay down uh and like you kind of just rest up against it and then you both you both sleep there together. Oh, I've never done that yet. Um I've I've done like one side activity, all the intro stuff, and then I I like I just hit the open world and I did the side activity and then I played with photo mode and then I kind of quit and that was it. Did you try the combat at all? Oh yeah. Uh the intro stuff is like all tutorial. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, you know introduces you to the game and the and a few of the characters, all that stuff is like a bunch of combat. Uh, combat is exceptionally difficult, uh, really? exceptionally difficult. One or two sword hits and you are dead. And I'm playing on medium, and that's what they recommend for like a balanced game. Uh, but yeah, it is. I mean, at least for me, like I'm kind of used to more of like 
I guess a Bethesda style game where I just kind of go in there and try to start, yeah. like start like shooting the place up or using a sword, depending on which game I'm playing. But this is like very much you can. So, for example, I was in a, a, a stronghold and there's just like three three guys that charged me. And these are just lackeys. These aren't um, bosses or anything. And I died to them five times in a row. Oh, man. And then on the on the sixth one, though, like once the combat sort of clicked, I killed them in like less than two seconds. I have so, heard that like Master Swordsman like that. It will only take one or two hits to for them to kill their opponents, and it and it very much it very much feels like that. Um, oh, and another thing, just to note too, the wind mechanic is like brilliant. The oh, you like the, it? Eh? It's really good. Yeah, it's it it. You literally swipe the you so you set an objective, and then you you swipe the touchpad, and it like brings the wind up, and then you can kind of like fall like follow the wind, and when you get closer, it will kind of like and pretty close in my experience, it will show a chevron. But uh, I don't know if you remember Ryan, they did like that forty minute demo or something a month or so back, or maybe further, but uh, they had like remember they were like, hey, you can like follow the fox and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I didn't follow a fox in my case, but I saw, um, I saw some, like I saw some smoke way in the distance, and then I I noticed there was like, it was all nature, but then there was clearly like disturbed land, uh, and then as I ventured in, I like kind of uncovered like a world, uh, a world storytelling where clearly these people had been, at least from what I can tell, trying to escape with a wagon. Uh, some of the Mongols died, but clearly the Mongols got like like defeated them. And as I went through there and continued on, I ended up finding a Mongol a Mongol horde and um, Mongol. I keep saying Mongol from freaking Fallout seventy six, <laughs> Mongol horde. And um, I like you know killed them. There was like two or three soldiers. Uh, and then I found like a side quest naturally. And then the side quest led me to someplace else. So the game is very like natural feeling. It doesn't feel like a typical open world game where it's like go here then go here then go here then go here it feels very much like i'm on my way to here and oh that's interesting i'm going to take a look oh that led me somewhere it's not like oh that was an easter egg i picked up a collectible and then that's all you get out of it it's funny that i find the um the sony first party studios are the ones using the actual touchpad in different ways and this is a brilliant way to use it, honestly. Like it, it is a, it is a much easier way to pull something up, and it just feels a lot more natural than clicking a button. Yeah, uh, you remember um, Days Gone? I had like a really nice way to get to different types of menus. Oh yeah, you could swipe it in the direction; it would just automatically yeah. build up the inventory or the whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then The Last of Us had a like you can play guitar on it, which is kind of neat. A lot of people uh, are playing songs on, on Twitter and stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, Tim, what's new with you? Um, I finally, after all these years, finally finished the story in Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Oh, oh my man. god! I, I saw you. It. I saw you streaming that, yep. and I was like, "Man, what are you? What are you doing?" Yep. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think uh, the last episode, or like it was an episode a little while ago, maybe a week or two ago, where I wasn't on. Did you talk about replaying that? Like, I did. It was okay. like right before I started playing it. Okay. Yeah. Wow, so you, so you so you actually fall through on it because I That's think I was right. listening to that. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if he's actually going to yeah, play yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like the way that I spoke about it, then I was, like anyone listening could have been like, eh, he doesn't really sound like he's actually going to fucking play it. But I did. I did. You That's did why. Wait for the remake. No, I wanted to actually like because I I bought that game on release day. I remember specifically driving to the store with uh, Ben oh, actually. And we both went and fucking bought it on release day. And I played it a decent amount on 360, um, probably like 
20 or 30 hours. But when it comes to RPGs, like I, I clear out an area and then I move on. And there is just so much side stuff in that game that I played for like 30 hours and I'd only got to like the third area out of probably in the whole game. I don't know, maybe 40 areas. I only got through like the third one and I'd already done like 200 quests and I was like, man, they're all so similar and like the rewards aren't worth it. And I'm way over leveled for like where I am. Um, and so then I would quit playing it. And every time I pick that game back up to try to play it again, the same thing would happen. Like I'd, I'd try a different build or I would try, you know, focusing on just like one area or running through the first uh continent to get to like the city at the end and buy a bunch of like really good gear and then go back and like nothing that i did in that game hooked me enough to 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 actually finish it so then when i was going to play through it on on stream i was like you know what i'm gonna ignore side content as much as i can and i'm gonna just try to do the story only and i'm gonna see if i can actually finish it so you do the Adriano method to playing open world games. What's that? Main uh, main story only. No uh, no side stuff. Well, not not that there's no side stuff. It's only when it it presents itself in front of you. Only and, when it's convenient and on the and, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I played it through the Adriano way. Yeah, and Matt, uh, Matt's Matt's going to try that on the next Assassin's Creed, right, Matt? Yeah, I'm going to try it on Odyssey specifically. I was surprised, honestly, with it being like an open world RPG written by you know a story-based rpg written by r.a salvatore and worked on by some of the same people that worked on oblivion i thought it was going to be like you know a game that really rewards you for exploration you know there's interesting like stories between npcs and stuff like that um you know returning to like locations over and over again and then i found out that the game when it was in in its design phase apparently at one point it was supposed to be an mmo which is why the game feels so open and empty mm. and there's tons of side quests. And as soon as I read that, I was like, you know what, whether or not that's true, it's exactly what it feels like. It feels like you're running around this world, like it's an MMO and you're the only one in it. And uh, even if it had like, you know, multiplayer for like four players or something like that, I feel like that would have made that game better. At the end of the day, I would say I probably give it like a seven out of 10. Like, it's, it's fairly good. The combat is really satisfying. I love the combos and stuff. Um, I was playing through the game like a melee character with a little bit of magic to kind of help that. But it's not like you can just like slightly dip into the other tree um, and get like extra benefit from it and consider be considered like a multi-class character. You have to kind of invest equally into two of the three trees or all three trees to get any sort of mixed benefit from it. So... I played probably the first half um, that way, and then I realized that it was it, I was spreading myself too thin, splitting like halfway up this tree and halfway up this tree. So I decided to just respec. I went full melee, and uh, it was it was pretty good. The last part of the game is like it kind of felt like a cop out because the last the whole last area is just incredibly linear, and the whole point of it is you're just like fighting your way to this like castle at the end. And it's just like groups of the same enemy after groups of the same enemy after groups of the same enemy after groups of the same enemy. And it just got super tedious. Like, I, I don't even remember the last probably two hours of my last stream that I did of it because it was just so boring. Um, 
but eventually got through and then you have some conversations with some major characters and then you kind of keep going and then the last castle area is super boring but the last fight was pretty <laughs> the last fight's pretty fucking oh cool God. i gotta say i gotta say they do the boss fights in that game fairly well um i almost wonder if i should play it on hard if i'm ever gonna play it again like if well, i play the re-reckoning because i just fucking steamrolled through everything i was i was gonna ask are do you intend on playing the the aptly titled re-reckoning if i ever do um like i will say that i am i'm only interested in it in the sense that i want to see if they actually polish it for the remake or if it's just a like graphical overhaul and that's it because if they keep it the same you know it's not going to be very good like it's decent but it's not a game that I would say, like, if you're a big RPG fan, you have to play it. And it's not like I would say, you know, this is a real cult hit. Um, it's just kind of meh to me, unfortunately. I played a little bit of the DLC, but I never finished any of it. And that was a long time ago. So I might, even just like off stream, I might go back and load up that file and do some DLC and see if that's any more fun. But but yeah, aside from that, um, just sort of playing uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 a lot i've been watching a lot of like videos on it and i've been playing it a lot myself i'm just kind of that's my deep dive right now it's divinity cool adron he is currently uh, muted Ryan. yeah let me uh let me just oh, take uh geez. oh i i muted there because i started to, to choke on my end <laughs> 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 if i was on you guys would have just heard me hack my brains out <laughs> now i gotta now i gotta make a note for this time index for the recording um I have been playing. Uh, I I fired up uh, Gran Turismo Sport again, trying to clean up some of that because I think after you showed me, um, I think it was a screenshot or like a video clip, Ryan. Uh, yeah, it was uh, like a gift or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh man, I want to play some Gran Turismo now because now I'm excited for Gran Turismo Seven. Uh, I of course play the standard Hearthstone Overwatch as always. I finished. Breath of the Wild. Yay, hey, hey, all right. Where's the where's the reactions? Where's the clap reactions? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. Matt? Matt? What? Where's your reaction? I don't even know how to react. Like I didn't even know you could react in this in this okay. call. Um so I finished that finally. Uh and then I started and also finished uh Last of Us uh Left Behind. Left Behind. The the DLC pack Which, yeah. for for the uh, and then I was going to try to start. I was actually going to try to start last night, but I didn't. I, I kind of I was just feeling tired. I think I went to bed at nine o'clock yesterday. Um, I w- I am going to start uh, uh, Jedi Order Fallen Order. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's the one I'm probably going to start next. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I like how you finally finished a game that came out in 2013, if not 2014. <laughs> I still haven't finished Left Behind. You could, yeah. finish, you could do it in like a, a sitting. Uh, I I honestly thought it was going to be like a a two at least two sitting game. I ended up just finishing it the same night that I started it. Sorry, is it's, it a is it a DLC or a standalone DLC? Uh, I, for mine, it, my, I have to launch the actual Left uh, Last of Us game to get to it. So. I can't remember what it, what the case was on PS3, but I think. Actually, I have no idea. It kind of yeah, it, it, it no sounds idea. like a DLC, but I was just wondering because that's a little short for a standalone. It is built into the story of the main game, so mm-hmm. okay. Um, I'm not sure if it's standalone or not. Like, like they could they could have just spliced it all together if they had if they had time to to put it 
in there. Um, Breath of the Wild was uh, quite fun. It was uh, quite the adventure. I I would maybe one day if I get through my my self promise of like playing all the Zelda games from beginning to end. Oh my! If God. I actually did pull that off and I got back to Breath of the Wild, I would consider playing through it again. But yeah, let me worry about the other ones first. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I I will probably play the second one when it inevitably comes out. I don't know. Is it called Breath of the Wild or is it called? Uh, it doesn't uh, have a name. It's just people are calling it Breath of the Wild Two, but it's officially it's only been referred to as the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Mm, I I hope it's called something like Call the Wild. That would be. Uh, yep so that's me well good job Adriano yeah I'm finishing games and then you're jumping to a game that came out in 2019 yes but the reason is really neurotic oh I know I know why yeah Yeah. what what game is this Jedi Fallen Order is going to be the next one that I play why is that neurotic it's because if this was any other franchise I would probably play it in about 7 years if it's because (laughs) it's Star Wars yeah Hear me out. It's because of Star Wars, and I fully intend on playing Squadrons um, uh, okay. on day one with Ryan and whoever else wants to play. That, oh, I'm, I'm getting Squadrons. Yeah, exactly. So that I, I want to get that out of the way before that comes out. So that's why. Uh, I also finished a game um, this week. I Damn. finished uh, Uncharted 2. Uh, For the first time? No, this is okay. my second second full playthrough. Um, I don't remember when I played the the second one. I think I played it when it came out, but I I remember I never played the first Uncharted, and I, I my first introduction was two. Um, I had later gone back and played one, but I'm gonna move on to three and then do four again. I think. Oh my god! Why yeah. why are you doing that? Like just for fun, or are you trying to get trophies? They're, they're, or like, what are you doing? They're some of my favorite games, and so yeah, I just wanted to revisit them. Plus, I had had I had bought the uh, Nathan Drake collection, and they gave it away for free. Damn um, it. And so I thought I might as well just play it. Um, um, I it's also Matt because Ryan has played every single game in existence and doesn't have anything else to play. <laughs> That's true. Until Ghost of Tsushima, I didn't have anything to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, you, so when when I when I was trying to exp- uh, when I was exp- like going through the Adriano open world of only doing main missions. Mm-hmm. And we were, oh, yeah. <laughs> tr- we were trying to find an open world game where Ryan could try this. And so we were Googling like top most most popular or commonly played open world games. Right. And like frequent lists of 30 to 40 come up. The only one on there that he has not played was Breath of the Wild. Every other game <laughs> oh on there he, he has played. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, I, I think you've tried Breath of the Wild, right? I have started it twice. Yeah. So it's if he doesn't do it there, he's not going to do it at all. It's a really good game for people that don't really even play games because I think the biggest issue that I face with games these days is that I've played so many games that I'm just like fully familiar with the the tropes in like game design. Like you see a barrel, if you shoot it, it'll probably explode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. follow follow the marker. Green light on means the map. open, red light means locked. Exactly, stuff like that. Um, and you know what's funny is... Kayla doesn't play games like almost at all and we both played through Last of Us 2 together because The Last of Us 1 is like her favorite piece of media that she's ever consumed Um, damn which is interesting considering that she like doesn't really like video games that much but she really likes the way that they told the story in that game and um 
a couple of days ago, she said, like, I, I had mentioned a couple of times offhand, I was like, you know what, you might like Breath of the Wild because it's one of those, it's one of very few games where you can try, like, you, you learn the, the mechanics of the game very quickly and very intuitively, and you can apply them in almost any way you can think of, and something is probably going to happen, like, based off of what you do. Like, it's mm-hmm. just one of those games where the tools are just work together so well, the game presents you so many different um obstacles and you can tackle them in nearly limitless ways yeah the 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 game is very good at creating rule sets within the world and it's like Mm -hmm. if you as long as you do honor the rules of this world we'll let you get to where you have to go and it's and it's communicates that so effectively it's so quick um so i told her like because we we play D together and one of her favorite parts about D is that you can just like it's one of those things where you can just try almost anything and something will happen. So the other uh, couple of weeks ago, she was like, I think I might like to try breath of the wild. And yeah. I was just like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, and I was like, honestly, like you should just give it a try because I honestly think that you would really like it because it is a really, really good game for, for people that don't know the tropes of video games. Um, but you feel so smart when you do stuff in that game because it almost always works the way that you think it's going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, let me ask you something. When you when you played Breath of the Wild, did you favor your stamina upgrades more or your health upgrades more? When I played through it the first time, I was trying to go kind of 50-50. But then anytime after that, that I played, I was a million percent stamina all the way to the max. And then once I had gotten my third stamina wheel maxed out, then I started increasing my health. Okay, because I didn't even touch I, I think i put one upgrade into stamina and the rest of it was hearts oh god it took me it's, <laughs> oh it's, god it's, it's scale it's scaling a mountain yes it took me yeah. a while i had to i had to rely on some tonics oh. to, to get me going no <laughs> um but it was also because I, I again like i didn't touch most of the map there were whole regions which i didn't even go to like i didn't mm. even unlock the tower so i don't have a sh- shit ton of shrines so all like in order for me to get the um so it's almost a I don't guess this would be a spoiler. I don't know how how much you guys give a shit. If it's like an, it sounds like it's going to be an open world spoiler, that's fine. When you get a certain weapon in a certain forest, okay, yeah, and you and you need to have a certain minimum of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like like yep. like that's what I was kind of working towards. Okay, and then so you knew that that was already like the checkpoint that you had to hit. Uh, yeah, like like that that part I knew already. So, um. That's kind of what I was working for, and I and with with the amount of hearts that I had, like I barely made a cut off. Like if oh, I yeah. if if I had favored it the other way just slightly more, I wouldn't yeah. have made, I wouldn't have made it. But yeah, yeah, I actually um just played through Breath of the Wild again for the first time in almost two years, I think. Um on on a stream like a month now, maybe two months ago. Um, and I kind of did like a minimal heart run, so I upgraded stamina. Like every time I got four orbs, I upgraded stamina. And then the only hearts that I like, even though I collect, like kept doing shrines and kept getting the orbs, I never upgraded my hearts. I only upgraded my hearts through heart containers. So like from beating bosses mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended the game with like you know seven hearts or eight hearts or whatever. Yeah. Um, and but, have you uh, have you have you ever gone towards the end of the game without doing the the divine beasts? Mm-hmm. That's what I did right off the bat when I was streaming it. I went to uh, Hyrule Castle with three hearts. Holy shit! It helps when you know, like 
what you're doing in that game. Yeah. Um, because I so what I did is I went to go and see if I could get the Hylian high, shield right away, which I did, and I thought that that thing's durability was so high that it was effectively unbreakable. Um, but then as I played through the game, I think I maybe like had beaten the first Divine Beast or something, and I was overly confident as I was playing through it because I played through the game before and I was just taking on guardians like no problem even though I only have three hearts and I get one shot um because I was trying to like practice my parrying and stuff like the lasers back at them mm-hmm. and uh guardian lasers do a shit ton of damage to a shield if you don't deflect it if you just like block the hit so uh I broke the Hylian shield like congratulations way, way early into my run and I was like <laughs> well I didn't know you could do that so that kind of fucking sucks and then I found out the you can't go and get another one. You have to pass a certain checkpoint in the game um, where this one shop will have it. And then you can buy it from that shop. But it wasn't until almost the very end of my run that I could get the Hylian Shield again. So it was kind of like a like a goal for the whole stream to get that Hylian Shield again. It was funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hop into the news for the week. Um, I don't know if you guys care much for the Uncharted movie, but... Uh... It's apparently been through seven directors, um, Holy. and it's finally started f- filming. Now that script must suck. <laughs> not according to Tom Holland. I think he said it was one of the. I mean, yeah, what the fuck does a little shit know? But, oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Jesus. Oh, <laughs> right, right into it. <laughs> well, this is according to Eurogamer. Um, so what happened was Tom Holland posted a picture on Instagram of his like his like um, what do you call it? Like actor chair. It's like the director chair type deal. Um, with uh, Nate um, kind of stitched into the back. <laughs> and so I think people just assumed they were filming, but Sony actually came out and said that, no, we're not filming yet, but we're hoping to start soon. Now, here's the really funny part, is that Mark Wahlberg is also attached to this uh, project. Now, he was originally supposed to be Drake, but they're apparently saying that he's aged out of the role and is now <laughs> playing Sully. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. That's fantastic. That's how long it's been. Yeah. Uh, I think he is going. I don't. I, I don't think he's going to be a good Sully. Sully's a very particular character. Do you think this is going to be a good movie at all? No, but <laughs> I have hope. Um, just my optimism only. That's it. But I uh, want to know why the hell. Like there, are, like video games have proven, especially in the last couple of years, that video game stories can be some of the best stories told. Like mm-hmm. the Last of Us series is a great example of that. Why is it that when you have a story that well done, like the world that well established, characters that well written and designed, that that it doesn't translate to movies. I think it's because Hollywood still doesn't take it seriously, and so they don't invest the time or talent or money into these projects. It's crazy. I think they're like, trying to bank on a a runaway success and just hope it turns out good. Yeah, but aren't actually putting the work in to make it happen. Like literally, just get the same writers that can. That can, like, well, actually get like have the quality where they would want it to be if it was a, if it was the game, like if it was entry in the series. Yeah. You know, well, this is why I'm excited about the Last of Us show because it's it's HBO. You have the writers from uh, Naughty Dog, and then you have Craig Mazin, who was the creator of Chernobyl, and mm-hmm. they have the director from Chernobyl, and so I think that's a pretty good recipe to start at least. Hopefully. So. Uh, I'm optimistic about that. I was looking that, at the that list of like the the top um, video game movies yeah. ever released, 
and I think it was Tomb Raider from like a couple of years ago was the first one that finally had a Rotten Tomato score higher than 50%. Wow. After, after like 30 some odd video game movies. That Tomb Raider wasn't was the f- bad. It wasn't great though. <laughs> it, it was the only one, or the first one rather, to, ha- to get a score higher than 49%. <laughs> and you know what the score was? Was it 50? 51. Okay. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> how how standard is it to uh to go through seven directors? I don't uh, think that's very standard. No, it's not. That's, is it standard to even saying. go through like a few? Uh like, in early pre production, but no, you're not uh that's not good at all. It's it's indicative of a of a of major interference from the studio. That's that's what it's showing. Mm. You you hire a director because you want them to create the vision and the the feel for what the movie's supposed to be. And if you're having director leave after director, then like it's 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 indicative of like them opening like the who is it, Sony? Sony Studios? Uh probably. Yeah. It's 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 probably them interfering a shit ton. Uh the director they do have is Ruben Fleischer, who did Zombieland and Venom. So, I mean, could be could be good. Uh, could be alright. I didn't mind uh Venom I didn't, mind, I, I didn't mind Zombieland. What did you think about Venom? Um, it was I better than I thought. It was better than I thought. I still would have. I would have loved a properly a proper Kevin Foggy Foggy. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Feige. M- Feige <laughs> MCU commissioned Venom movie. Yeah, but I will say that like Zombieland and Venom were okay, but they don't exactly like stand out in my mind. So no. You know, Zombieland had a very particular style of editing to it that was really well done. Um, I think it was well done for what it what it wanted to be. It's just yeah. I, I just don't think it fell into what I wanted out of it. I I remember the major beats of that movie. <clears throat> I do not remember the specific details of that yeah. movie. I think it was very of itself. Like I do yeah. think it, it stands alone. It's it's not super similar to other films that I've seen. Um, not that it's like a fantastic like blockbuster film, but it's you know. It's good. Has anyone seen the second one? I was about to say that the second no. one kind of came and went, and I feel like it came out because Zombieland was, like, people wanted a second one. I don't know if you'd call it a cult classic, but it was definitely, like, a classic to some. I think I think it might be in my plex. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Wait, two or one? The second one. I think it might have. How did that get in your plex? I think my brother might have had me at it. Oh, okay. Maybe. I think I think you wanted to watch it for whatever dumb reason. The what Bill Murray you? scene in yes in, in, in <laughs> the first in the first one is so good. I, yeah. I, I, that's uh, the only scene I really remember. Zombieland Double Tap is in my flex. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there you go. If anyone wants to watch it, what I'm worried about this this Uncharted movie is like the games are so good uh, story wise um, that I'm just I feel like this will just leave a bad taste in people's mouths if it's bad. And like this might be the last Uncharted thing we see for a while, unless remember they're working f- on another game. But remember the animated film we... that had like Nathan Fillion? Yeah, that was good. It was really well done, and yeah. everyone's for a long time. Everyone has been like, Nathan Fillion is essentially Drake. Like, why have they not made a TV show? And, or and movie now he's too old. Casting Nathan Fillion. Uh, uh, it's could, Hollywood. He, you can he could do no. makeup. Yeah, he could. No. They they could yep. fudge it just could. enough. What are, they, what are they gonna do the Uncharted Four uh, story? Yeah, the problem. Yeah, they, they yeah. would do. They, Perfect. He would already be sad. It doesn't have to be an origin story. Just like have him already in his element. Just do Uncharted yeah. Five the 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 movie. 
they they can establish background detail and character uh character history already in his career they don't have to start from the beginning tom holland makes sense for a young nathan drake which i think he is playing but mark Wahlberg as sully is just going to be hard to sell i can't see that okay uh who would you cast okay actually let's tom hanks let's expand it ryan make your ideal uncharted oh i don't even know jesus because he's a, such a particular type of guy. You know what I mean? And he has a particular voice that I, I hope they can capture. He's just I, one I, of those good old guys, you know. I don't know who I would choose. Are talking about Sully or? <laughs> Actually, no you kind of reminded me. Um, What's his name? Vigo Mortensen would be, might be a good Sully. Vigo Mortensen. Really? Yeah. Have you, have you seen uh, Green Book? No. I'll, I'll add it to my Plex. I've he's never, not, he's I've not, never played Uncharted, so I, I can't really put one together but he's like, not necessarily chris, like sully in the green book but i just think he could pull it off could chris pratt play nathan drake oh god as an outsider oh, like i'm an uh, outsider looking in no I, I he probably could yeah he probably could he he is he's just like that he's the perfect like basic mold of insert male superhero here like you could yeah. he works in a superhero movie yeah he works in jurassic park as a as a dr grant replacement he would absolutely work i'm sorry like if you're going to do an indiana jones movie as much as i hate to say this and you're going to reboot it yeah put chris pratt in that role like it's, it's like simple. the perfect average of all of the like generic <laughs> yeah, exactly. male character lead mm-hmm. in a movie mm-hmm. right now yeah. which sucks because he's not a good person but mm-hmm. problem with uh uh Indiana Jones is you need like an old Hollywood type guy for that role. And Chris Pratt is not that. Unless they wanted to like completely like rebrand what Indiana Jones is. But you don't but you don't need to like Indiana Jones does not need to be defined as like a as a character. Like he's 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 supposed to be bland and like I wouldn't if of all the words to use to describe Indiana Jones, I would not pick bland. But no, but 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 the but the difference between Indiana Jones and Han Solo, I'm going to use those two characters because they're both Harrison Ford. Is that like <clears throat> like Harrison Ford, um, Han Solo is a well-defined character. Indiana Jones is yeah, it's he's he's recognizable, he's he's memorable, but he's not a realistic character. Like he's designed so everyone can just impose themselves onto that character. He's every person. He's every person everyone wants to be. And that's and that's the purpose of Indiana Jones. And and the Red Letter Media Review said it best between Han Solo and Harris and uh, Indiana Jones. If you if you cared about Indiana Jones as a character so much, you wouldn't care what he wore. But just the fact that you have to have him in that hat and the whip and the jacket constantly says that you, that his character is not worthy as an as a properly defined character. Han Solo changes outfits constantly. Uh, throughout the throughout the franchise, fuck, he's frozen, and we care about him more than we care about Indiana <laughs> Jones. It's funny that you say that because I was almost going to say exactly the opposite of that. Like when I think of a character who is iconic in a certain outfit, I think Han Solo. I think the black, the like the white shirt, the black pants, the black boots, and the vest. But maybe it's just because I watched a whole lot more of Indiana no, that, Jones that, as a kid than Star Wars. Book. But when I think of Indiana Jones, I don't necessarily think the hat, the jacket, the whip. I think of him um, in his uh, university professor outfit with the glasses and the and the brown suit. I think of him with the just the the white or the cream colored shirt and his brown pants in Temple of Doom. I think of him 
in his uh, blue suit in The Last Crusade. Like, I, I picture Indiana Jones in so many more different outfits than I think of Han Solo. I, I feel the Always with the whip, sure, yeah, but, like, yeah, hat, I, eh. I, I always feel, I feel the opposite with uh, with those two characters. With uh, Indy and Han. I completely forgot about the blue suit, to be honest. And I just wonder whether it's, like, are you, like, a bigger fan, Tim, of, of Indiana Jones than Star Wars, would you say? Well, that's what I just said, right? Like, I want, I'm not sure if it's because, specifically, that I um, watched so much more of Indiana Jones as a kid than Star Wars. Right. Um, that... But do you, do you know, actually, that, like, like it a lot more? Like, do you want it to be yeah, rebooted sure. and stuff? I, I would... Not necessarily rebooted. Like, I would say, for like, if someone had said, what's your favorite Harrison Ford role between these two characters? I would definitely say Indiana Jones, for sure. And it's funny, as I look on Google Images now of just Indiana Jones... All of the results are him in his leather jacket and the hat. A lot of them with his whip. And mm-hmm. there's some of the pictures of him in the fourth movie as an older man. Um, but yeah, then there's like the Temple of Doom shots. There's the uh, Raiders the of Lost Ark where he Indiana fucking Jones movie. shoots the guy when he's trying to swing his sword all around at him and stuff. So, so are you sorry, you did Google Images Indiana Jones? Yes. Okay. I just searched Indiana Jones. Okay. Finally, there's one like six one rows down so of him in, in his professor outfit. Yeah. I'm surprised you say that that you think of that as his iconic look because like the hat is intrinsic to his overall character. It definitely is. There's actually, now that we <laughs> talk about Chris Pratt, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of photoshops here of them putting Chris Pratt's mm-hmm. face on iconic shots from yeah. the old Indiana Jones movies. Jesus. Yeah. There's also it, one of uh of fucking uh what's his name? Uh I can't think of his name. Brad something. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt? Not Brad Pitt. Who is this? <laughs> anyway. uh, could Brad Pitt play Sully? Probably actually. I, pro- I would say probably more so than than Mark yeah. uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. But I, I'm probably not uh, not convinced on that one. And Brad Pitt would not take that role, I don't think. Oh no, God, no! He, that's too. He's too high caliber for that. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, we we we'll, we'll get. I think we, we can get, all I agree that Shia LaBeouf is the best uh, replacement. <laughs> <player. laughs> Actually, I'll I would go specifically to the theater to Ooh. see that. I would watch a Shia LaBeouf dedicated Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. I would watch a Shia LaBeouf Indiana Jones if it was directed by Shia LaBeouf. Oh no! <laughs> wait, wait, I would wait. watch that. It I would be w- so fucking art housey. It would be an absolute like fever dream. I would love it. Didn't he just I tattoo would... himself? Hmm? Really? That sounds isn't like, he, like isn't he move? completely covered in tattoos now? What a fucking hippie! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's I never not associated hippie. hippies he's just an, with he's just like, an actor kid. He's just a yeah, theater he's just, kid. He's just a weirdo. Um, I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's so good. <laughs> I I would go to the theater to see any movie right now because I miss the yeah. fucking theater. <laughs> I want something to open up so badly. All right, let's move on here. Um, we got some updates on Doctor Disrespect. Um, he will not be returning to Twitch, and he apparently is not interested in an exclusive partnership. This comes to us from IGN. Uh, if you've been following this story, it's been kind of weird. He's, he still doesn't know why he was banned. Um, Allegedly. He, he he probably knows. He just can't uh, say legally. Yeah, there's no way he doesn't know. Yeah. You think that? 
or, yeah, it's or just that, that they're not legally allowed yeah. to talk about it. Or that, or he just highly know he probably highly suspects. He's like, I that's probably this one thing that I did here, and he is talking just, about taking legal action though against uh, against Twitch. Yeah, um, he had his lawyer there, I think, for some interview with PC Gamer, uh, publicist. Yeah, publicist. That's right. Um, What's funny here is that PC Gamer asked him if the ban was related to his broadcast discussions on the spread of coronavirus and conspiracy theories linking the disease to 5G networks. And he replied, I don't think so, before being cut off by his publicist. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it was very clear, like, and if you've read the PC Gamer interview, it's very clear, like, the publicist reached out to them and said, we wanted, like, we're available if you want to do an interview. Um, So it was, like, highly curated, highly rehearsed. So they're trying Saying to save the same his, answers over and over again. Yeah, they're just they did it as a publicity stunt, obviously, so that he could actually get his voice out there mm-hmm. in a way that people would want to hear it, um, and they could just basically plug their own stuff and just have you know, Doctor Disrespect say over and over again, like I'm working on this big thing. My main focus right now is the community, and I'm just really excited to like get the Champions Club like giving them the content that they want to see again. Mm-hmm. And that was his answer for like he he worked those points into every single answer to every question that was asked like it was very very obvious what they were why they were doing the interview they were uh that way Mm -hmm. um but it was you know it was a fairly good interview because the interviewer you know would get shut down for a question they'd ask and then they'd they'd bring it around again like two questions later they'd ask the same thing but if in a different way and try to come at it from a different angle um but largely, at the end of the day, there was no major information in that interview, aside from the fact that him saying they're considering legal action against Twitch. He says he doesn't know why the ban was and that he's not coming back to the platform. Those are the major points of the whole thing. I guess he couldn't come back to the platform, right? <laughs> he's in a life, lifetime ban. Yeah. Whether it's, that's their decision uh, or his, I'm sure he wouldn't want to anyway. It's very odd, though. I, I find it very odd that they wouldn't... Um, say what's going on because they have they have said that what's going on when it was came to the sexual assault allegations right did they not say those people were banned for those reasons yeah so that's why it's got it's got to be something dirty it's got it it better be so fucking good when it comes out it's got to be the dirtiest fucking well well hang on a minute i read a theory and i'm actually in this camp and it's a speculation is that um it could be that he did something business-wise that he wasn't supposed to so the speculation that i read and i'm in this camp is that he possibly was trying to create create his own platform of sorts, and that may or may not have been like a violation of his contract. And so Switch wouldn't announce it because they wouldn't want to bring attention to Doctor Disrespect's platform. But, because then the the press would take that and say Doctor Disrespect banned for having his own platform. Then Doctor Disrespect could just say, Hey, look, we have the ChampionsClub.com or whatever it is. Yeah, but they 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 wouldn't they wouldn't bring that they wouldn't go into that much detail. They would simply just say he violated terms and conditions of Twitch. Yep. Like that's it. They would keep it as yep. broad as possible. That, that, that's what they whatever. did say, though, right? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's all they said. That that's I what I think- mean that Twitch actually made any official comment on it. I think they put out a statement saying we are not commenting on this situation. Like, like what is, like what is Twitch's? Uh, actually, we could probably find it here. That's what I'm. Well, searching. I was wondering too, like, I don't know. <clears throat> I know that like you go from like just, just streaming to affiliate to then partner and partner, you get invited. I don't know um, how sort of individual the partners are. Like, I don't know whether, you know, one person gets a wildly different contract than another or if it even is a contract. I'm not really sure all that works fully. Um, But I'm just wondering whether even if we find, 
you know, let's say the general contract that goes out to everybody, Dr. Disrespect was pretty big on the platform. He could have had something very particular and he could have just broke it. He could have broke something business-wise. It has to be something significant because he's like Twitch's number one, or was Twitch's number one source of revenue, like per individual streamer. He was the Damn. biggest one on the platform. Didn't and know they, that. And, and they had just signed that contract with him. And like, if it if he wasn't the biggest, like he was definitely top three. Like he was definitely, definitely one of their largest sources of income. So for them to, for it to be something, and Twitch has a very long history of turning a blind eye to people breaking TOS because they make Twitch a lot of money. No one will disagree with that. Like everyone knows that Twitch does ignore problems because it's certain high level mm-hmm. partners and stuff. Um, it would, it would has to, it has to be something legal for them to, to kick him out and not even like kick him out, but like they said nothing. They shut him down like midstream. Like he was still streaming when they banned him. Um, really? And- uh, their, offic- <laughs> their official statement is, as is our process, we take appropriate action when we have evidence that a streamer has acted in violation of our community guidelines or terms of service. Okay, so, so that, super that, that broad, was... super canned response. That's all they've said. It's got to be something they do not want attention brought to. Because if he yeah. did something that they would benefit in saying, look, we got a scammer or whatever off the platform, they would say, look, we got a scammer off the platform, you know? Yeah. If it was something that put them in a good light, they would talk about it. But even, but even if if they, do you really think that it Doctor Disrespect got a competing platform off the ground? That it, it could have just been like, like, like Twitch. T- Twitch would be so so scared to to say like they would snuff him out. Like the 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 biggest competitor that could possibly have ever taken a chunk out of twitch microsoft just failed at doing that like or would they be that scared to to snuff him out to, because of that it could be not a public one like it could be he's bringing himself into it and he's bringing maybe some of his friends or something and it, it's just like a platform that's built for them it could be something where you know you don't sign up and you don't become a streamer on there it's just like the champions club and you know whoever he allows <laughs> to stream on there it could be that and they could have just been like, "The hell with this," and and that, and that is and to be to be fair, I read a tweet and I agree with that speculation. It's all speculation. Hmm. Do you guys yeah. think that we will ever find out, or this will just be buried forever? The fact that we haven't found out yet, you know, it must be pretty cl- like high up in that Twitch who know what's going on. Could be fifty fifty. I can see it going either way. I imagine but... if it was really dirty, it would probably would have leaked. You want to hear the biggest conspiracy theory of all? Should oh, we just no. make this be a speculation podcast now? Yeah, let's do it. Tin, tinfoil <laughs> hats, if, tinfoil hats. What if, what if, man? Damn it. <laughs> what if, and just hear me out, Dr. Disrespect and Twitch already had an agreement, and they're both in on it, and they're just pretending like there's beef, but there isn't, man. They're actually, this was planned the whole time, man. Frenemies. Dr. Disrespect is doing this thing, and they're saying, you know what? Thank you for the clap, Adriano. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that out of context. Um, the uh, what, if, what if he's going off and doing his own thing right now, man, and, and, and he's, he, Twitch is trying to diversify their portfolio, you know? What if they're just saying, oh, this, this is just some drama to get them back in top of mind for people just to stay relevant, you know? get dr disrespect doing because he's talking about making this this big thing they made some 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 he, he made some allusions to to an mcu level 
uh, production with oh his with God. himself and his group. Maybe they're off doing something themselves, and Twitch just wants a slice of that pie, and they want people to know, man. I mean, if they're it was on it the whole time, that's why no one's saying anything, man. It's because they're working together. It goes all the way to the top. If they're working together and this was a big publicity stunt, that would be nuts. That's what I'm saying, man. It's what they don't want you to know. They want you to, because they know people these days, man. They are just so thirsty for controversy. <laughs> I, they love the conflict, man. They want to <laughs> see them. One of those parties just burn to the ground. As 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 much as I would love for like this to be some ridiculous conspiracy, like people, I'm assuming there's a lot of hate towards Twitch right now from his fans and other people in the Twitch community. Like, would that would that really be good for? for twitch long term (laughs) all publicity is good publicity especially when it's like one of your number one streamers damn mixer's not there where else they're gonna go facebook gaming youtube no No, it's not the same ninja ninja tyler ninja blevins went live on youtube not two weeks ago and had a bunch of viewers yep (laughs) a whole bunch yeah (laughs) had like 12 All right, let's move on. Um, hopefully, we'll learn more about that soon. Um, I would absolutely buy that book when it comes out. In 10, <laughs> you know 15 years, yeah. You know that it will. Netflix doc. Yeah. Oh, man. Tiger King-esque level of... Uh... <laughs> That'd be oh, so no. good. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, Sony is reportedly increasing their production uh, to 10 million consoles. Uh, that's a lot of consoles. That's a um, lot of That's a lot of consoles. That's a lot of consoles. Let's make guess, some more. I guess they're they're assuming that like the hype, they're, they're, they're saying the hype is good, and or, everyone or, is that, hmm? to, or to take Tim's conspiracy hat and put it on mine, them announcing ten million is is them trying to create hype to it's like get to that. 10 million. Oh yeah, our PlayStation Five is so popular, we yeah. need ten million, yeah. and we'll barely have enough. Actually, for investors, yeah, that that uh, would be a good sign. Oh. Um, but they also think that because we're all still home. That we will want a new console to play, apparently. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, not all 10 million will make it to store shelves, apparently, because the, the logistics involved will mean that there will be a delay uh, of uh, consoles actually making <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, and, and those things are so big if the. And if heavy. the yeah, and like shipping containers are everything. You got to make, like, that. That is where the half the cost comes in for actually selling these things. You gotta, you gotta get yeah, more. They're big, on per- yeah. They're damn big. Yeah, you, yeah. If you if you can get that shaved in half, man, our, the cost would actually go down for the consumer. I'm actually curious if they do release a slim version at some point in a they, couple of years. They probably will. Uh, they always do. So it, apparently, it can it can take months for these consoles to make it from China to the U.S. and Europe. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's yeah. a long ass time. They're gonna they're gonna be sitting in minus forty weather on shipping containers. Oh no! They're gonna, do you know how, do you know how do you know how frosted over they're gonna be when they first come <laughs> off? They have to let them thaw out. That'd be great, actually. Yeah. Just water damage as soon as you get it. Oh my god! I'm this for liquid cooling for my PS5. Hell, the PS4 needs liquid cooling. Oh yeah, Marty's uh, Marty's melted on Last yeah. of Us Two, right? Burst into flame. Yeah. What happened? He got, he, he got a heat warning while he was playing Last of oh, Us 2. Oh, that's right. That's right. I thought you meant it actually melted like yeah. beyond that. My No, no I, I got a heat warning on my phone the other day because it was so hot out. Same. Jesus Christ. It was sitting on my dash and it was also yeah, in a charging dock. So the battery was like, Ugh! 
I yeah, sitting 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 on my dash. My I don't I don't use AC. I I usually just let the it was like it was like 37 out and I was just didn't have the AC on and I was running my Plex, which is super labor intensive on the phone. And I put my hand on my phone. I'm like, this thing is fucking hot. This is very concerning. <laughs> and then I go and like try to open up my mail. And it's just it just goes into the temperature, the the mercury screen. It's just like you need to let this thing cool down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Murphy. Actually, uh, uh Tim, how did your PlayStation fare when playing uh Last of Us Part Two? I was gonna say, I got the pro and oh, okay. when I play Divinity or I play Last of Us Two, there are certain sections where I'll just be playing and then all of a sudden the PlayStation's like Vee! like it just it just kicks in that fan. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Uh, I noticed that my fan never ramped up like that when playing The Last of Us, uh, but it was like constantly going. Like I could constantly hear it, which is yeah. which is not normal uh, when playing the, like, less demanding for games. the pro. Yeah, yeah. Like normally I can't hear the fan, but I could hear it um, when playing The Last of Us. Oh man, I wonder how bad because I'm like I'm not gonna be playing that game for fucking years. It's gonna be if I have well, if I well. if I don't have a PS5 and my PS4 is gonna be already probably on the way out by the time i get to it it might just kill it what if it came to, to pc that would be that i incredible. oh man that would just oh, i can get rid of all consoles consolidation, consolidation. You wouldn't be able to run it probably well i'd probably be able to run it because you don't know why they would have they would if that game came out on pc today i'd be able to run it because they would have settings like yeah most games do where you yeah. dial be able to dial it back instead of just melting marty's ps4 you know actually when you when you said that that's interesting i never thought of that i was just thinking kind of like in the console space where you don't really have settings but like so they're they're releasing that horizon on there i wonder if that's why they waited so long is because they have a presentation of it in mind as a first party title and they don't want people jumping in on the lowest graphics as a first impression I mean, well, I mean, I guess that could be part of it, but I think they don't want to take away sales from the console. That, they that, want that's those very exclusives to, to force people to need to buy the PlayStation if they want to play it. So I think they're just they just waited until. Uh... But it, it is it is ironic too that both Death Stranding and Horizon are the are the, the PlayStation games coming to PC when they're both built on the same engine. I wonder if it was just a. You know, oh, let's get let's get most money out of this project for yeah this amount of investment. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't know. They could be testing that engine out too. They could be but saying they, like maybe we can sell it out. Mm-hmm. And Rent there are out. there are going to be other Sony uh, licensed games. There's a baseball game. What is it? Um, MLB, MLB 2K, whatever. The MLB show. the show. The show. They have to. I think uh, I think Sony investors said that they they want that on on competing platforms. It's not uh, it's not good for sales for it to be isolated. Damn. Well, especially when something like um, the Madden games are cross console yeah. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, and our final story: um, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is adding Project X Cloud support mm-hmm. in September. Mm-hmm. This comes to us from IGN. Uh, head of Xbox Phil Spencer said in a post that the Game Pass Ultimate members will automatically be entitled to Project X Cloud services at no extra cost. <sighs> That's pretty sweet. That's nuts. There if was. They- if they canceled uh i definitely won't go for this because i don't have uh console or i i don't need xbox live gold but if they said hey we're canceling all the base tier xbox game pass and you have to go straight to ultimate i'd probably just do it there was some confusion whether this meant that 
um, you can play all xCloud games or just the uh, Game Pass games through xCloud. Uh-huh. And when they asked Microsoft um, for clarification, they said, we'll share specifics as we get close to launch. <laughs> that, means so... they didn't think, that means they didn't think about it. <laughs> It'll probably but... be like Prime Video, where they show the videos that you can rent or buy, but then you also have like the little badge that says you can watch it with just your Prime subscription. Yeah, either way, I think this is still cool. Um, but to, to be getting more um, service for the same price is pretty great. They're trying hard man they're, they're they're putting up a good fight here it, it, it i'm sorry to i'm, I'm going to keep digging digging mixer out of its out of its grave it's <laughs> newly fresh shallow grave but just with with the expo, new xbox console on the horizon this streaming service on uh, this streaming service on the right it really still confuses me to why they would kill mixer like now like put up with it for another year, a year into your new console, and see where it is then. I definitely like, think it was premature. Like, yeah, I think I think they I think they thought they could buy their way to the top, realized they couldn't, and then it's Microsoft, so they don't care about you know even a hundred million or whatever. They they don't care, and so they're like, all right, get rid of this. Like, unless Facebook Gaming gave him such a big sack of money on a desk. Just full of gold coins that they said, okay, we'll just fucking kill it and then do it and then, but like every every time I think about like like where for Xbox is going, Microsoft, X Cloud, just everything, it just Mixer still comes to mind. Do you know what? Do you know what Microsoft is bad at in general? Actually, is Microsoft is bad at showing us what their software ecosystem is capable of, whereas they have an ecosystem and they have you know various entertain well entertainment offerings i guess to rent and buy movies now and of course the of course play games but i mean in terms of like watching stuff you know they had mixer there but they never to my recollection or or at least it wasn't in our faces that if you wanted to watch mixer you boot up your xbox and you go a few tabs over and it's already there there's no you know download the mixer app and it's very cumbersome it wasn't like that i feel like microsoft could really benefit from having almost like live streams or something where they would show people what they're capable of they have the the whole like to to bring it into the productivity space they have um like the link to pc stuff and it gets mentioned uh and it you know it's relatively well known but it it's not really in your face and it and to me it just doesn't it doesn't draw a lot of people to it you know you don't hear about it like a heck of a lot the productivity nerds like really love it and so you'd think, you know, more people would probably link their phone to their computer if they knew about this. And then that app on on Windows 10 side would get updated more and more and more and more and become better. But I just feel like they don't, they just don't like quite get it there. Like Microsoft always gets it like 90% of the way. And then there's like always something. And I think it's the presentation. Because remember the Xbox One presentation when they showed that thing off, that thing was a disaster. Like they kept showing yeah. the sports, the one guide, all the rest of it. You know, they they learned their lesson since then. And I feel like Xbox itself has learned its lesson in terms of presentation. But I feel like Microsoft as a whole needs to show us what it can do. I, I guarantee there's a bunch of Xbox One owners out there that don't realize that if, if they have Google Home, smart home, like appliances, and they use Google Home in their home, the app, I mean, the Google Home app, that they can connect their Microsoft account to that and control their Xbox to a degree. 
I, I've now I've never done it, and it is up at the top of the app. But like it, I only ever remember it because I see it at the top of that app. But Microsoft should be getting us excited about that. They should be showing us, look, you know, Google Home can do this. Uh, I believe actually Alexa can do it as well. Um, I believe that that is that's their number one downfall. I, is- I actually feel like it's the other way. I I think like their best approach is to let it kind of exist there, let people discover it on their own, and then just kind of let slowly integrate it. I feel like when they do try to push it, and it's when it does fail. Um, like like I think if they just kind of let if if they bought uh, BMIO and they just continue to own it, and instead of them buying BMIO, if they had bought Twitch years ago, they could have just let it exist as it is and just kind of feed off it slowly and then just kind of slowly bring it into the spotlight. Like the same thing, same thing with Skype. Like they didn't, when they bought Skype, they just kind of let it exist there as Skype. They didn't really touch it mm-hmm. and kind of push in our face. And then they just slowly integrated it and then they let it go to shit like everything else. But they, but they didn't, they, they didn't have to like, that's the thing. They didn't have to let it go to shit. They should have, they should have showed yes. us, look how, look, look at these integrations. You can yes. use Skype I, without installing it from the browser now and stuff. Yeah, you know? I, I, absolutely. Their, their, their long-term handling of it is, is shit, but I feel like their approach to, to obtaining Skype and letting it exist as a standalone product and then slowly working in is exactly what they needed to do with a streaming service and they didn't do it. And I, and I feel like going back to xCloud, this is exactly what they are doing with Skype. And I think this is a good start. Like the problem like with Stadia is Stadia was, was an announcement. It was, it was a, it was a, it was a thing. It was was like this. Yeah. yeah, It was a celebration where they said, this is going to change everything. And it comes out. And it's like they're shooting blanks. It's 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 problematic. The game selection isn't there. Game versions aren't even synced up. People can't people can't crossplay as as advertised because like certain versions of the games don't talk to other versions of the games. Um, settings and options aren't there. And and like I I feel like if Microsoft does this properly, they can they can do what Google wanted to do. But what do you guys think about XCloud, or what? It... I'll need to see it uh, for myself because it's it's still like in like a beta phase, right? Okay, so you're worried about the actual tech of it, like how it looks and well, how it that was one of the problem it? with that was kind of the the failure of uh, Stadia is that a lot of people were having issues on on launch. Now, of course, it was launch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have kind of ironed out a lot of that stuff. Um, for me, though, I can't really stream at my house, so. It's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah. I think this is going to uh, change my gaming a little bit. Um, so I'm really weird when it comes to like finally going to bed. For example, okay. I like <laughs> I like tell myself I'm like I want to watch a movie and like or like sometimes I'll be like about to go to bed and be like well I haven't watched a movie or a TV show in a while and I'll be like well like I might as well just do that and then I end up like staying up way too late. But I find that like sometimes I can negotiate with myself if that's a thing. Where I'll be like, I'm going to take an iPad to bed and I get up there, lay down. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bed. And I just like go to bed. I think that this might, for me personally, like I could, I can find myself having a controller there and being like, I'm just going to play something and be like, you know, I'm going to sleep. Or like, I will actually play something for like half an hour rather than like the three hours that I would force myself to stay awake. I like in bed, I'd be like, man, I can't, I can't stay awake. Put it away. Actually go to sleep. I think personally, I know it's a weird use case, but I think that's what it's going to end up being for me. 
So you, you can actually see yourself using this thing in some form or another. I mean, I, I will say um, games are massive. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is an example of that. And I'd probably just stream games if they're good. Yeah, I'd probably just stream them if they're good. I can see my I can see myself having this just to have it, especially if it's already worked into a existing Microsoft subscription. But like my use case for it would have to be very, very specific. Um, most times when I play games, I prefer to be at home in my own environment, anyways, which means I would have it downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, um, but what what if it doesn't though? Like what if what if you go to play I don't know Last of Us and it and like the you know the patch didn't update or like you don't have it downloaded like you thought it would be done and it wasn't done would okay, you so, just stream it? Uh okay well let's let, let's yeah okay let's use a Microsoft property because Last of Us wouldn't apply to this but oh yeah I, yeah but you know what I mean yeah. like uh I I don't know to be honest to to be honest like if I'm in that situation where I go and fire up a game. And it's okay. You, if you want to play locally and have your full experience, you have to wait. If you want to play right now, you're gonna to have to stream it. I would probably just wait, and for the optimal experience, and I would probably just go play something else because I always I have a a handful of things that I have active at one time anyway. So I would probably go play that. Like 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 honestly, if I uh, what's the what was that flat controller that eight bit looking uh, Xbox controller that was announced? Um, oh, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely gonna buy that because I just fucking want it. But it like my the the use case for me would be if I know I'm going to be away for um, you know a weekend or you know five days maybe a week, um, and I absolutely wanted something with me, I would probably take it with me with the intention of using it once or twice and then not even touch it at all because that's just me. Um, like this, I love the idea. I love the idea way uh, of this way more than, than the actual use case for me, but I, I, I hope it works. Like I hope this thing is fucking successful. Um, I, and I hope people use it. Like I, I, I just don't think I'm going to use it. I would use that controller though. I'm absolutely going to use that controller. You know, I'm surprised that you wouldn't go for the streaming because I know that we've had, you know, a few debates on the show now about how you think streaming is going to take over. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you're like tethering yourself to because if you if you streamed everything, hypothetically, um, you wouldn't even need to like this would be the ultimate consolidation for you because you wouldn't even need to update your your like GPU. Y- yeah. Um, for example. Yes. Again, but like it has to be it has to be a perfect system. It has to be. Like it, like like it has to be good enough for me to bank on that entire thing. And if if we're gonna go based on what Stadia has done so far, like I'm not I'm not impressed by that yet. Right. So like I'm not I'm not against like again. And then ten years, fifteen years, however long it takes, it, when we do get to this full streaming service and you know, computer gaming hardware is obsolete, I'm absolutely going to embrace it and I'll and I'll take it over. But like right now, in your use case scenario of Last of Us at home. I can wait for the download or I can use a streaming service. I would probably just wait for the download. It's kind of funny because if you have the speed to stream, you probably have the speed to the speed download. To, exactly. Like just, I, just before we, um, as when we started recording, um, I decided to set a game first for download on, on steam. It was like 12 gigs. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know if I should actually do this right now. We're about to talk over zoom. And then it was, 
done in a matter of minutes. Like it was fine. Like I, I think it was like six minutes flat. So like, okay. Like I, like for me, speed is not an issue. So I can just get the game instantaneously. The thing is, I think is more so, maybe it's more so for the use case of you're playing with some friends and they're like, Hey, you want to play, I don't know, killing floor two. And then, you know, that's, that's like a multiplayer only sort of game. And so, well, I mean, there's a solo mode, but we're not going to get into that, but, um, that's like a mostly multiplayer game. And so like, you're like, Hey, you know, you know, you want to play this and you're like, damn, I don't have it downloaded. You know, it just doesn't matter. You just press play. I think that's maybe the most, cause yeah. also like I've had to clear so much crap off of my Xbox right now for, to clear a room for uh, modern warfare as many, I'm sure many people have. And it would be awesome to just be like, you know, if somebody wants to play one of those other games that I had to delete, just press literally just press play and I just and, stream it. And yeah. And, and if, if that was the case and I had to use that to play, like if, if Ryan accidentally deleted overwatch somehow the other day, uh, which <laughs> yep. is st- still baffling, but you, like, you yeah, deleted it, overwatch accidentally. Um, I don't know what happened. It just, it was just gone. You, yeah. You've done this a few times at games. You, yeah. you want, you want to watch cause you, you put stuff in folders, right? Yeah. So you probably deleted the folder, which probably deleted the whole thing. No, the rest of the folders there. Oh, really? Um, the so only like, thing yeah. I think of, sorry, just real quick. The only thing I can think of is like, instead of me quitting the game, I deleted and then hit yes, just automatically. Mm, got yeah, probably. So, and, and, and if, if that was the use case and, and Ryan, you know, really wanted to play Overwatch with us and could just stream it instantaneously because he accidentally deleted the download. Yeah, go for it. It's, it's a. I think it's right now. It's a good band aid. Band aid over a a a a wound, but it's not what we should be going for. I was gonna ask. Um, and I guess, well, okay. So if if you take a really big game like Call of Duty, now Call of Duty is not using all of its assets all the time because there's a campaign and a multiplayer. But let's just hypothetically say you stream the entire thing. You do all the campaign, then you play all the multiplayer maps. You do all the modes at least once. Are you, how much like data savings do you think there would be in comparison to how much hard drive space? Because I do know that, um, not only is there speed limitations, uh, to be, uh, to, to consider, especially in rural, er, rural areas. Uh, but there's also the, um, like bandwidth limitation, like the amount of data usage you're allowed to use in, in, in many, in many cases, like the, I think the base package in in much of this area is still 120 gig a month. So, like, if if Call of Duty is 100 gig, uh, I haven't checked my hard drive in a while, but it, you know it's probably that or bigger. But if it's 100 gig and you and you just say, ah, I'll just stream it, are you saving a bunch because you're just streaming your controls to it, or does it have to download a bunch to your phone? How I wonder how like I wonder I I would love to see the data like literally the data on the data. <laughs> but it, it's it's just a video feed, right? Sure, you're sending controls to it. And that's mm-hmm. not that's not much. But I'm talking um, like this is a 4K video the, feed potentially. Yeah, but I, I don't think it would be much higher than like a 4K Netflix stream. Which is a lot. Um, if you have that 120 but it's not, gig, it can't be it can't be hundreds of gigs, right? Well, uh, like this is not a joke. Um, so, uh, I do have a friend that had the one, I believe it was around 120 gig data limit and I was helping them set up, um, data limitation. And I think they were limited in the month to something like four gig or something like that. And they would often hit it before noon. And what they found out was it was because 
somebody was watching Netflix. Right. And so we're talking about if you take like a weekend session of a game and you, you know, play it all day Sunday or something, we're talking eight, let, let, I mean, that's pretty high, but let's just say eight hours could be like, could be longer. You know, all of us have had longer play sessions, like could be longer than eight hours of just like a straight up net, like almost like a Netflix stream. And God knows if it's more, it's probably more than a net, than what a Netflix would be for equivalent length of time. Yeah. And so that, that's interesting. All right. Uh, Tim thoughts. I feel like I've, I've been so out of the loop with Xbox recently. Like I've never actually used the even game pass myself. Like I've never used it. Um, I, you know, you don't like have I a subscription do- though, right? No. No, there's I I there's so many <laughs> fucking variations of it. There's there's yeah. Game Pass Gold, Game Pass <clears throat> Ultimate, Game Pass Console, Game Pass PC, Wait, and they Game like, Pass Gold or uh, Xbox, Xbox Live, Live Gold. Gold. Yeah, well, there's Xbox Live Silver technically. Xbox Live Gold, then Game Pass Console, Game Pass PC, and Game Pass Ultimate, and they like just this like diagram of overlapping things that you get with each one. All right, um, that's all we've got for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tim, pitch yourself. Twitch.tv slash. Yeah, that figures. I'm uh, live four out of five days a week, usually. And uh, we tend to have a good time. I play a lot of RPGs and stuff. But um, it's funny. Kale and I are taking next week off on vacation. So if you're listening to this on the <laughs> 17th or 18th or whenever it uh, goes on your listening platform of choice i won't be streaming that week i'll be back on the 27th at least go and uh, follow your channel uh turn on those notifications so you can see when you you go live that's right if you want to follow you can follow me on uh, twitter as well at letter y t figures y t figures that's it that's me uh me and matt are streaming state of decay um on twitch.tv slash damon patch media and your internet was in a state of decay, one might say, last time we played. Oh, oh yeah, I've been fighting some... Uh... And it was dragging me down, too. It was making my stream <laughs> lag. It was horrible. No, something was wrong with your game, I think. Well, here's the weird thing. So the game started lagging when you joined, but but it was lagging like like it was hiccuping, and then you got kicked out at one point. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was a long stream, but you kicked out, and it went, and it went smooth, and then I realized that those hiccups were no longer present in in my game even when you were playing with me but whenever you left or joined the stream lagged yeah that was weird it's i don't know what the heck happened something some server sync or something like something's going yeah. on yeah all right uh thanks for listening and see you guys next week peace <laughs>